0: Welcome to the Quack12 Podcast, the most official, unofficial, Oregon Ducks podcast on the web photosphere. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Quack12 Podcast, or visit our website, Quack 12 podcastcom If you like what you hear, please leave us five stars on your listening device. And if you'd like to support the show, please visit the Quack12 Patreon page, where for a measly five dollars a month, you can become an official quack and unlock hundreds quack. of hours of organ-duck Qu content. Quack! On to the shop. Quack! 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 I am your host, Adam Schemele.
1: Do, 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 What's do, your name fade over there? Don't just let it play, just let it play. Out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I am your co-host with the bros. Uh, that's it. Okay. I'm Aaron Schroeder. That's
0: it. That's <laughs> all you got to know. This is the Quack Club I went for podcast. one and it failed. <laughs> the most official, unofficial Oregon Ducks sporting podcast on the web foot is fear, and Aaron, we got a fun episode for you today. We got a uh oh, good. A, an episode that presents a lot of opportunities for our listeners. Future investment opportunities, if you will. Nothing shady at all. Oh. Um, but before we get there, we Time got shares? some Oh, you wish, baby. We got some quacking news. Aaron, I hate to say it. In fact, I absolutely loathe to say it. But we got a transfer. We got a transfer. Yeah. We got a transfer. You knew it was coming. I, I knew it was, was coming. I was begging that it wouldn't come, but here we are. But before here it we is. get into that news, this is like a Christopher Nolan movie. Just like different plot, different but we're going back to the beginning, back to the, back to the future, everything here. Four. I know he didn't make back to the future. Give it time, He Four. will. Four. We have our tournament winners. That is right. The Quack 12 Bracket Challenge oh. was an exciting one this year uh, unless you were one of the hosts of this podcast in which you did really poorly because both of us, we, we did shit, Aaron. we our, our combined picks in our bracket did terrible. We were middle of the league. We were poopy. Combined? Well, I—I I mean, that was my polite way of saying that you didn't actually put your bracket in time. So I'm saying our combined. I never one. got the
1: link. Someone never sent you
0: Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, well, regardless, even though I—I I submitted one, I hardly did better than you, which—which which did not. Who did not submit one? So I'm telling right. you, the winners though. The wonderful, wonderful winners who will be receiving a prize, especially if I can figure out how to contact one of you, is first off, watch what happens from the men's tournament challenge. That is right. Watch what Hi-oh. happens. Um, I know where you are. I'm going to send you a prize. They chose the Yukon Huskies and the Purdue Boilermakers, who got kicked out first round, as we all know. They had them in the championship game, and them having UConn go all the way really did it for them because they only had one of the Final Four. Um, and it, what's wow. amazing is, you, you know, Purdue, your one seed, they get knocked out by the amazing FDU. It was the the game, you know, the, the definitely the upset of the tournament. Uh, it's, it's so happened, rare; it's not. only happened once before that a 16 seed is knocked out of one seed, and it was an awesome game right. to watch. So her or this person's championship contender, the person that they got to win it all, gets knocked out first round, and yet they still win our tournament challenge. So I thought that was very fun. Then over here we got Trevor T twenty one. If you were listening to Hi-yo! this, Trevor T twenty one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find you. I'm not, uh, I, I can't really find your information here in the groups yet, but I have a feeling I'll be able to do it. I'll, I'll find. Maybe you. it's Travort, Travort, Travort. Is it you? Uh, Travort, twenty one. You chose LSU, winning it all, which was very wise. That honestly was probably the easy, safe guess. You also chose another safe thing, South Carolina, making it all the way. They made it to the mm-hmm. final four. And that was good enough for you. That's definitely, um, yeah, that's solid, man. Picking two of the final four and the actual champion. Congratulations, Travort. Travort 21, congratulations on having that 21st birthday. Travort! Unless you were born in 2021. In which case, congratulations on having your second birthday, Travort. Little baby Travort. Uh, Yeah, we're going to try to get those prizes out to you. It would especially be helpful if Travort twenty one would get <laughs> off their ass and contact us. You can contact us at Quackwolf Podcast on Twitter, slide into our DMs. You can also email us, email us, Quackwolf Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um or if you really want to get our attention, go over to the Quack Patreon. A little more information on that in a bit. You know, maybe
1: Maybe it was espionage. Maybe this was like a Huskies fan that came into ours, mm. corrupted it with his, you know, evil stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then, uh, and now he's just gonna like sit and enjoy the chaos because he's he's not gonna get in contact with us, and you're gonna slowly go mad.
0: Sounds like <laughs> it. Hey, I'm halfway there, baby. My man. Ah. Basketball transfer. Aaron, I've got terrible, terrible news. Are you ready? We have a transfer. We have a transfer.
1: And it's Pow Pow.
0: It's freaking Pow Pow. Tahina Pow Pow from the women's basketball team. Good for her. Yeah, get out of here. I mean, honestly, yeah. I I, Get out of there. I am bummed to see her go because she was... It's seemingly like one of the most charismatic players yep. still on the team, she had a hell yep. of a season. She really, it really was an up, a really bad down period, um, and then a, a really upswing at the end there. That all probably will help her get to some really good school out there that has a really good shot at making a deep March Madness tournament, uh, run. Cause right now, oh, dude. Right now, I am I am afraid for this team. I will tell you that right now. I'll she, tell you this. Mm-hmm. She's the first of many. <laughs> well, she's not even the like first this. of many.
1: <laughs> she's We've like, already
0: had other transfers. No, well, uh, let me let me bring this up, Aaron. So, okay. Twenty twenty, the recruiting class of twenty twenty, which was the by far, like bar none the greatest Oregon women's basketball class. We had five five-stars. Sure. It seemed impossible, uh, the amount of talent we were adding to the squad. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, that was Angela DeGalic. That was Kylie Watson. That was Sydney Parrish. And that was Maddie mm-hmm. Sheeter. All four yeah. of those players already transferred out. They transferred out for yeah. the, like the 2021 season, right? Right, uh, Pow Pow was the last remaining of that class, the lone remaining member of the 2020 recruiting class, and now she is gone. So that that is that's pretty rough. That is all the starting like next level talent that mm-hmm. we saw during this amazing women's tournament run, and you know that there was a really. Iowa, uh, Caitlin Clark, and then that player, uh, Angel Reese, um, for LSU. Like, you saw that next level talent, and that you absolutely have to have it um, to make it to the end. You also saw that, like, for Iowa, it's not the best to build around one elite player like we were even in the UNESCO years. I mean, we had amazing talent, we were a more talented team than Iowa is this year. Um, but it's better to have just you know depth of talent, yeah, and you can rely yep. on someone else, um, like we could during the heyday of Graves' career. But right now, huh. you can see that, like, it was like unless India Rogers or Pow Pow were go- both going off, seemingly they both had to go off in a game to establish any kind of of like safe lead. And that's concerning, especially since you know we already know Rogers decided to go to the WNBA. That was that was mo- more more likely going to be what was going to happen. And again, good for her, smart decision. the The name that I circled over and over, I've, I think you can attest to this, Aaron. is I was like, if Pow Pow, who as of right now I believe she was. A third year senior, uh, sorry, third year sophomore. She had two okay. years, two years of eligibility, and she has, you know, clearly with it. She hasn't. I'm sure she has some like bland statement that's like, "Thank you, I got to blah blah blah." And I'm, I'm sure it's whatever. But uh, it's her leaving. I feel like with two years of eligibility is basically making the claim that it's like i can't get better here and i'm starting to wonder if any elite player can right now you know
1: uh i think she's probably saying this coach sucks i mean and i'm out certainly yes right because he sucks like, I'm better than him. I imagine... I'm better than him.
0: I imagine she probably... There has to be some... It's so weird. There must be some warm feelings. There's but maybe sp- not. Because so many I don't people know. have transferred out of this.
1: Team. It just vibes like there's a skunk in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's got to be on the coaching staff. It has to be.
0: I think so, too. I think Mark Campbell played a huge role um, in, like, gelling this team. I mean, this is kind of... You're assuming a lot there, but ever since he's left, there seems to be a chemistry issue. Which by the way, Mark mm-hmm. Campbell, I do believe, just uh accepted a job. I can't oh yeah, as uh TCU's new basketball coach. So we'll see how that goes. If they have just if huh. they just go off all of a sudden, I'm definitely gonna be like, Oh, let's go get him. But I, I think it's the reason why it's not just, hey, it's 2023, it's the transfer portal. All the It's a good thing. All these players are, and, and it is a good thing that they have mobility and more of a saying where they actually play. The problem is the people that are transferring are for sure starters. And instead, they're electing to leave. Like Taylor Mikesell was on that Ohio State squad this season, and she was great. She was one of their, I think she was their scoring leader. That was a March mm-hmm. Madness team. She could have been playing for us right now. Angela DeGalic, I, b- I do believe she's injured, uh, like, for UCLA. She missed, like, basically the whole season. But, you know, in a different universe, like, she would have been huge to have on our squad. Yeah. Like, you know, that size, literally. And, and you could just keep going on and on. The amount of, like, Jazz Shelley was a, was a sure three-pointer. You know, um, Tina Pau Pau had a real rough season uh, or there was a stretch, I should say, that was really rough. And so I got it right here, actually. So she had a she her end of the season shooting totals look way better than this one little bad stretch and maybe how her her season felt because she shot a Uh career high 44 percent from the field which is pretty good when you're shooting a lot of shots and you're the general, you know. Uh, and she, that includes 42% from three-point range. So she lit wow. it up. Yeah, I know. It was a little surprising. And 88% from the free throw line. Um, and she averaged 12.7 points, 4.5 rebounds, 3.6 assists uh, through the first 20 games. But then she had a six-game stretch in which she averaged 4.3 points per game. 2.8 rebounds per game and 2 assists and then uh and she shot just 16% from the floor, 10% from three point range. So she had a real bad slump and that really was during yeah. Oregon's terrible stretch in general. Um but she closed out the season with six 20 point performances and uh in the final nine games and then she averaged like near 20 points, shot like 56% from the field. 59% from long range. So she really turned it on at the end there. Uh and yeah. it makes sense like someone's going to see that and be like, "Oh, she's just like she's going to be a perfect fit for our team. She can be a starter right now." As of right now with with India Rogers gone, with Tina Palpau gone, and then we have seniors who simply don't have uh eligibility left in Taylor Hosendove, Elise Hurst, and Taya Hansen, those are all key bench players. Um, in in certain situations, once there were injuries, they were starters as well. So that that's that's pretty rough. Mainly, those were bench players. But again, what made us so much worse than the elite teams we played this year in the uh, in the Pac twelve and in general is our the drop off. Inconsistency. once we had to reach in for our bench and the lack of consistency from our starters. But the bench was a huge part of it. And so now we actually, this is kind of nuts. Filipina Che is one of our, or I believe, actually our most veteran player. And how many times have I, when I'm talking about Filipina Che is just like, Oh, yeah, she's good. You know, she's got the raw talent, but she's just – she needs some polishing. You know, she needs some some more practice. She needs – like – and she's now our most veteran player. Kind of speaks a little bit. Uh, we now also have – so we're really going to be relying on our next level talent. As of this record, we don't know. This could, if, if either of this changes, if either of these two people transfer, I'm basically saying, like – the smart thing to do right, is I, pull the plug right freaking now. But um Grace Van Is Slootan, the school
1: able to fire Graves?
0: I mean, they'd have to pay him. What's the contract? I, I don't know what the buyout is right now, but it would be an investment. Uh it, And it, it's I don't think it's something they would do because there's just less heat on it. And this is still the guy who brought us Sabrina Inescu. That's still going to mean something. But- which is crazy. I think the logical thing. I mean, I don't think it's illogical to, you know, see what's happening right now. But Grayson Slootan you... and Chance Gray, those are, oh, they're, they're our dudes right now. Because we're replacing, uh, so out of the 2,603 points last season, we are needing to replace 1,545 of them. Because that's how much those Pow Pow and Rogers scored. Uh a- and the, you know, backups there that are leaving. Uh, so we're we're in trouble. That's all I'm going to say there.
1: <laughs> yep. Do you think it's remotely possible that uh, Graves knows his situation contractually and knows that he's totally fine and I mean, so therefore is just kind of coasting? I'm sure he's worried. Uh, I, because I, he's I, like yeah. he's old enough that if his contract runs out... Mm-hmm. He may retire. And he's rich enough that he can just be like, all right, peace out, I'm going to go retire now. I don't give a shit.
0: Not, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're
1: right. <laughs> maybe I'm just like mirroring maybe what I would do because I am a corrupt individual.
0: You're not corrupt. <laughs> maybe I'm putting myself on him. Yeah, I'm looking for a buyout. I, I've got an article up here... Um, they're not mentioning a buyout though. I don't see. Oh, okay. Him going if Graves was said were to leave Oregon for another job prior to May thirty first, twenty twenty four. He would owe a fifty thousand dollars buyout, which drops to two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the remainder of the deal. See, that's funny. Different times. This is only like if he goes to another school. It's like, what if we fire his ass? How much do we? I don't know. Who knows, man um someone we'll find out not this podcaster though yeah i mean his contract it it is a bummer (laughs) it goes all the way to 2029 and hey i hope he. see i hope he saves it and somehow (laughs) we uh we're happy he's here till further than
1: 2029 let's see see. let's see here
0: Things, things are rough for the women's program right now. Uh, we do have talent He's 60
1: years old. Hmm. That's... Kelly Graves is 60. 2029, he will be legitimate retirement age in America. Like what my dad retired at age. Maybe your dad. Maybe we can get him out of retirement.
0: Has he ever coached basketball?
1: No, but he also... Yeah, he didn't handle retirement very well, and so now he's got, like, three little odd
0: jobs that he does, <laughs> I think. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we've got three prom- – like, we do have talent coming in. We have Sophia Bell. Who's actually from uh, uh, Jesse Jesuit High School in Oregon, from Portland? Like is, she, she could be huge for us. We're gonna be putting a lot on her shoulders. She's a four star. We got Sammy Wagner, who I believe is on the team, like on the squad, just not actually part of the team yet. Not quite sure. She's from Ronald Reagan High School in Texas. Thank you very much. And Sarah Rambus, Rambus, it's probably Rambus. She's a forward. She's six foot three. I don't know man. That's uh I'll tell you this. Kelly Graves could shut me up by hitting the transfer portal hard and actually succeeding. Like that that's all I can say. He's going to have to is what it feels like. Kelly Graves
1: can shut me up when he uh I don't know, has a winning team. There you go. Fair enough. You know what? I'll stop talking mad mad dash on Kelly Graves if – how many games are there in a season?
0: Like 30-ish.
1: If he can win uh, – How about 20? 20 is always a good one. 23. Okay. 26, 23 games.
0: You heard it here first, folks. Trevor Ort, 21, give us your thoughts on this. Should we fire Kelly Graves? Should we give him another extension? Are we being too also, harsh on him?
1: Also, maybe he should uh, focus on. If he can show me Mm -hmm. that he knows how to get the players to focus on making buckets rather than continuously going after pointless threes. Yeah. Show me solid, positive layups using backboard.
0: You love layups. And one
1: point per minute, and I'll be happy. There you go,
0: baby. There you go. Oh, Aaron. Um, oh boy. Well, on to the next thing. Let's let's get this women's basketball off. We, uh, first of all, for the Patreon, we we got to cover some games. Maybe rewatch some classic UNESCO games just to get this season the the taste washed out of our mouths. Speaking of the Patreon, Aaron, we got a very yeah. fun thing. A very fun thing for listeners here. Now, Aaron and I have graciously decided to have a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Behind the paywall, if you will. Yeah. Of the Quack 12 Patreon, which is the uh, program, the site that allows us to do this podcast for free every week for years until the end of the Oregon Ducks or time. Um, So what we wanted to do here just to give you all a little little taste, little rap bite, so you get hooked to the stuff, and then go over to Quackville Podcasts, give us $5 a month to get hundreds of hours of unlimited, uh, well, not unlimited, hundreds of hours of duck-themed content. In order to get you hooked to that, we're going to drop, not one, not two, maybe three, Possibly four. I did not do all the math. Maybe five. Probably not five. Multiple episodes of Quacking Time. That is right. Our most popular, our most beloved series on the Patreon in which Aaron and I found a real goddamn time machine that we did not know how to work. We got sucked back to 1894 and we had to live through that shit. It was terrible. So we're
1: – right. This is we us found, now. To be fair. Us now are the ones who have lived since 1896. To
0: be fair, we actually – so we found a tape recorder, a really strange uh, tape recorder uh, that had all these episodes. So we don't – I don't remember going in the past or living in the future, but it's possible that – we didn't go to the past until the future because I have no memory right. of this. But we got the but episodes. Also, but also, confusing.
1: for sure, uh, we have been uh, or we were the. Yeah, uh,
0: <laughs> it's it's complicated. It is complicated.
1: It's complicated because we were we were recording the episodes on your phone.
0: Yeah, um, I have no idea how these episodes were recorded. All I know. Is a there was a futuristic gift dropped uh, uh. to the Quack 12 P.O. Box, which is a very real P.O. Box. I downloaded this, uh, I uploaded these episodes to this computer. I was shocked to find out that you and I traveled through time and recapped every season of Oregon Duck football. And I would like to share it with the audience. What do you think of that?
1: I think that's great, but I am beginning to be concerned mm-hmm. because yes. uh, as I previously stated, <laughs> I I guess I remember that we've lived through eighteen ninety six, but if you don't I don't remember then any of this Is that it- means the two
0: us's at some point <sighs> switched. Oh boy. Maybe I have time madness. Is that a possibility? It's, it's possible. highly possible i i have no maybe listening to these tapes will reveal some of this to us maybe i got conked in the head at some point maybe i'm a future adam but the, the more distant future adam is the one that went i don't know Aaron. all i know is that we have audio from 1894 1895 1896 we will play these. Uh, do not complain about their sound quality because, again, when was the last time you listened to something from 1894, all right? There's a little rust on it, but these these apps, they're, they're great entertainment. You'll learn something, and maybe you'll laugh a little bit on the way. Aaron? Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> maybe a little bit.
1: Oh, man. You know, I was go, uh, yeah, I. it's a shame that you aren't my Adam because I have to say some of the craziest adventures I've ever been on was with him, mm. so uh, I am excited for the listeners to check him out because I have fond memories of the uh, the whole thing.
0: Well, Aaron, without further ado, once again, this is a Patreon, a special Patreon preview from the Quack12 Podcast Patreon. You can have access to many more episodes like this for five measly dollars a month. This is Quackin' Time. Go to
1: Quackin' Time! Lost in
0: time. Our fearless Quack12
1: heroes find themselves traveling through the past, season by season, Hoping one day they will be able to find the greatest season of all, the great Quack Twelve and all.
0: Oh man, that time jump felt even longer than the last. That one time. really was not cool at all. I mean, luckily we still have this, <sighs> this recording device.
1: Yeah. Hey, is you your is your vision weird right now? It looks weird, right? Kind of looks like sepia tone. Everything looks old. Yeah, it looks sepia tone and like there's crackling sound just always going
0: on. It looks like back to the future 3. Oh, my God. It does look like Back to the Future 3. See, and the time Ah, madness, I don't even know. Is this the first episode we've recorded? Is this the 100th episode we've recorded? I don't even know anymore. I don't. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Check this out.
1: Look, there's a new stand. Let's go check this out real quick. Oh, look at this. Okay. Thanks, sir, for your paper. That's one penny.
0: It's the Eugene Register Guard, March 24th. 1894. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my. We, we went all the way back to the beginning. <sighs> you know Western what? History. That's it. I
1: surrender. Time. Apparently, we did something really wrong, and really we are bad. now officially stuck yeah. in a time warp. Yeah. Again. Again. 1894 today. Great.
0: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's 1894 right now. I guess we're just going to have to keep going. We're going through Duck football season history yeah. I, I mean i can only assume
1: history. we're going to be going forward in time now
0: i don't i don't even know so Maybe we should just try to live our lives through this and just try to live year by year well, now adopt the 1894 mentality oh boy 1894 this is uh this is the beginning of it all my friend
1: the big bang of college football if you will or
0: the ducks not college football college football was still kicking you know I think it was Princeton and Rutgers. Don't hold me to that. I played the first one. Oh. Years before this, even. Oh, okay. But the Ducks, for the Ducks, this is it. For and us. as we can see in this paper right here. Oh. It's a newspaper. Uh, it says, football! Exclamation point is the <laughs> yeah. title of this article. They love it. The initial game for the University of Oregon, an exciting contest. Uh, the football team from the Albany Collegiate Institute arrived on this morning's overland, and are sturdy looked, looking set of boys, although somewhat lighter than the home team. H. Schwartz was brought with the team to act as referee. The visitors were received at the train. A delegation of students, and this for uh, and this forenoon, okay, was spent in visiting the university and forming mutual. Acquaintances, so it was a friendly occasion. We paid for them because that, as you know, you charged uh, admission to the games, and people would sit on like carriages and shit, and they watched this. And uh, let's get into what the game actually was like, shall we? So, how yeah, um, how's this we'll game? How does this game work? work? Like, yeah, in eight, around eighteen ninety three. If we're gonna describe it here, all right. Sure. So, the American college football rules here. So they called for two 30-minute halves and three downs to make five yards for a first down so three tries to get five yards that's how tough it was obviously there's no passing too so a team scored five points for a kicked field goal four for a touchdown two for a conversion and two for a safety that's interesting yeah Um, it's weird yeah i guess it makes sense so you can you can end up getting six for a touchdown because you would get four for a touchdown and then you would go for the conversion which would just be like you know setting up at the line trying to get in again
1: right so how yeah so the touchdown you have to have both feet cross the the plane
0: yes you have to i like that rule plane and i think it was even i know back in the day it was like you had to touch the ball on the ground (laughs) that's kind of nuts I think you even to kneel. My guess is you're av- you're having to kneel in. Interesting. You know? I mean... Listeners, you know, um, hit us up. But that being said, this is a time long before Twitter or social media, so I don't imagine I mean we'll ever get in contact we'll,
1: with us. We'll hopefully get back at some point. It may take us a week or two, but we'll be able to answer that question.
0: I assume we'll be back to regular time in a week or two. Or we'll be dead sometime in the early 30s. Who knows? So when we played against Albany, that first game there, yeah, that was actually around the uh, Computing Center, known as uh, and Gilbert Hall, students will know of it in, in the future as. That's confusing. Well, we know it. We know it. We're yeah. from the future. We are. That's right. I forgot. Um, <laughs> so Oregon ends up winning this bad boy 44-2-2. 44-2-2. Right. You know. I've got it. Uh, 44-2 at a site that had no bleachers and no seating for spectators. Just two long benches for the teams, Uh, spectators lined by the field, sat or stood in carriages with the horses still attached or watched from nearby rooftops. Wow. Now, our coach for this was named Cal Young. Uh, Future listeners will know that there's a park named after Cal Young, actually, in Eugene. Um, he uh, He actually came from a line of butchers and they asked him to be the uh, coach for this game because he played in the uh, in a military school in Portland. He's around okay. 23 years' age. Cool. He said, sure, sounds good. Um, <laughs> I'm for win, it. Yeah. After the win, he said, ours was probably the only UO team that didn't know defeat. Of course, we played only one game because he quit after this, so he didn't take it all that seriously. Quit before the fall season even, so it was just that one game. Wow yep and it Wait, was such a novel yeah what's that they quit or there was just no he more games quit. to be had he quit as coach
1: oh well then so, i refute his statement because yeah. he's a quitter
0: he's like i'm a winner i like how he called it a season yeah the first one game.
1: yeah dude needs to uh stop inhaling whatever whatever chemicals are burning inside right, that cocaine. meat packing plant right cocaine <laughs> yeah
0: he probably Layla. got cocaine from coca-cola, Coca-Cola. yeah being <laughs> bottled for the first time which by years. the way i just had one and i'm feeling awesome oh man you got a. I, I noticed right when we got here you bought a coca-cola well yeah i didn't want, want to say it on mike obviously yeah you need to stop just chugging those i think that's
1: yeah. oh yeah i love them man
0: you're gonna get us kicked out of the soda shops
1: fine 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Go, screw them. laughs>
0: So, um, what a game, what a game that was. What a we game. certainly kicked their butts. We were feeling glorious. Then came the game against the Beavers. So this would be the first ever rivalry game between Oregon and Oregon State. At oh, this yeah. point, it was not called the the Civil War. Either. There wasn't even a name for it. That's awesome. I'm, yeah. I think that's maybe what it should be. Yeah, just a yeah. game. Um, <laughs> so we were known as the lemon yellows at this point right though we did uh, add green i believe pretty early on and then oac i believe their colors were just orange and they they added something to theirs i don't even care who cares now were me? they always um oh wait they they did not have black in their colors yet but continue sorry
1: uh were they always oregon state or did they ever have any kind of different name or anything like that what
0: a fantastic question um they were no, known I, as the i Hayser. nailed one the agrics, the oh, agriculturists. Okay, sure. The orange men. I remember this. Yeah, the farmers, and they are also known as OAC. They're also known as hillbillies, probably. But I mean, I would official. I would maybe want to be on the farmers. The farmers ain't bad. Um, they're probably you know they actually were farmers, so it's it's a very like on the nose one. I don't mind the Hayseeds. The Hayseeds is one that actually you could see surviving for like 100 years and still sounding kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of like the corn huskers, even though they were known as the Bug Eaters originally, which is way cooler. They're known as the Bug Eaters now? Oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> I <laughs> would actually,
1: I would also, I would root so
0: hard for the Bug Eaters. Bug Eaters is great. Oh, yeah, my God. You that's so funny. And um, so, yeah, and we were also known as the Webfoots, you know, uh, on, which is derived from fishermen who had been heroes during the Revolutionary War and whose descendants had settled in the Willamette Valley. There mm. you go. There that's, you go. That's kind of badass. It is. But we lose. We lose to OAC. the so-called Lemon Yellows are warmly received when they arrive by train in Corvallis. This is November 3rd but are no match for the locals from Oregon Agricultural College in a 16-0 loss. In fact, look at this. Hey, wow. this, this newspaper is blowing right out. It's like a tumbleweed. Can you grab that for me? Yep. Here, hold on. Yeah.
1: There you go, bub. Thank you.
0: Um, Corvallis Gazette. Interesting. Huh says, about 500 people saw the LAC football team defeat the State University 11 today by a score of 16-0. The game was marked by brilliant plays throughout. Playing began at 1.30 p.m. And for the first few plays, the Eugene players went with a dash that won plaudits from all. And it seemed they would do up the farmers in short order. Their game consisted principally of straight runs around the end. On center plays, their work was uh, generally ineffectual against the heavy line rush of the home team and many times cost them considerable loss of yardage. OAC made gains around Eugene's right end. Kind of of boring writing, am I right? I mean,
1: I feel like uh, I understood what he was saying at least. Yeah, I'll I'll continue. There's a dude in that corner store... I don't have a single... I don't know a single thing he came out of his mouth.
0: Yeah, that's true. It could be this Coca-Cola, but I'm pretty sure it's them. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Everyone seems really drunk, too, in general. Uh, The best of feeling prevailed during the entire game, and little or no slugging was indulged by either side. Wait, what does that mean,
1: no slugging?
0: So this is a part of the game... Oh, yeah. Well, you can punch. There's a lot more punching, like, and refs will call it more often than they will in the future. That's for sure. But, um, you know, some of these refs are are just random ass people. Right. Yeah. So they're usually. So they're just. So so
1: the rule is, is that there is no real rule about punching. It's like, don't be a dick is kind of the rule, honestly. But it sounds like they're also just
0: running at each other all the time. Oh yeah, just straight at. Have we gone through all that already? That I already in Wedges, talking about yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, just bashing into nightmare it. football is what it should yep. have been just called. Just running right at the line and cannonballing uh, against <laughs> the opponent. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's a real thing. Yeah, I really want to try that. You know, just hey, see. maybe we can get you on the team. You're actually a giant here. How? What are your measurements?
1: Uh, well. Currently, I think uh, because of we've just been eating a lot since we've been in this time mm-hmm. weird bubble, mm-hmm. uh, I think I've gotten up to like 255, 6'2". So two, and I'm you six are by two. far, and what's
0: your height? 6'2". Six 6'2", two. Six two, 255, you are, I, I think there's a reason besides all the Coca-Cola, you're sw- Definitely uh, a line man. It, no, you are, <laughs> you are the just star player in every sense. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true because there's no <laughs> such
1: thing as... I mean, I just are the, the there big are guy. linemen,
0: but you're, like, the biggest, most giant person anyone's ever seen here. I think that's why people are looking at us. So you are pitching on this team.
1: Now, this is a time at which, too, that college was a completely different world, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The type of person that was able to go to college. So, I mean... I would honestly want to be on a team called the Farmers because then you are guaranteed to I get join the OAC? best stock what you're joining OAC I mean th- right now maybe because we'll be gone in like you know maybe 30 minutes
0: let's at least go through I at least want to like taste this make your decision for next season who you're gonna try okay sure all right that sounds fair uh I'll, I'll finish off this uh Corvallis Gazette here yeah the playing was spirited throughout but lost interest after the first half, and it was plainly apparent the varsity organ team was outclassed. Wow! The Eugene players conducted themselves as gentlemen and made a favorable impression with each of the 500 interested spectators. A commendable feature of the game was the general good feeling that prevailed among the players and the absence of slugging on either side. He says that twice. That kind of makes me think that there was a little bit of slugging. You know what I I mean?
1: I think there was some hands,
0: if you know what I mean. I mean, definitely a lot more slugging than we'd be used to in 2020. Yeah, than we'd be used to. Mm -hmm. Even though there's not going to be a football season uh, starting in 2020 for the rest of time. We all know that. Yeah. Then there's Pacific. We played against Pacific. Uh, It was kind of boring. It was actually really, really boring. Like, people didn't even show up. It wow. It was a zero-zero tie well, on Thanksgiving Day.
1: Oof. Well, there it is, bro. Why did nobody show up in 1894? Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe it's Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah. So, this game made it's such like little money. like the third
1: annual Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this This, yeah, made such little money. That they canceled the next game against Monmouth um, because they were afraid that they weren't going to be able to pay for them to come out. Wow. So, yeah. So we
1: did play one more game. Hold on. So we were paying these teams to play us. We
0: were uh, covering their transportation, basically. Okay. Because that was the tradition of the time. It's like, if you're going to invite a team out, you pay for them to come out. And we do
1: still, in an essence, in the year 2019, 2020, all this, mm-hmm. we do, in fact, we pay still for- kind of do that,
0: right? With we some straight teams. straight up pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to teams sometimes. Okay.
1: That's what I thought. So
0: we've Kick been doing it since ass. the start. hmm Okay. We got one more game, though. It was such a butt-kicking, and it was so just lopsided. By us? We yeah. did the butt-kicking? We did the
1: butt-kicking. That's what we're talking about.
0: That at the time they're like, yeah, this game doesn't even count. Who's this? Oh this come game? on! Um, It's an unofficial game in the record books. Wow. Between UO reserves and the normal school team, a normal school is a teacher's college, as we all know. The normal sure. school, normal school team Wait. turned into a rat.
1: Yeah. Is it spelled N O R M L?
0: No, it's spelled oh. Norm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Ducks led 52-0 to zero at the half. Wow. And this is the Duck reserves, mind you. And the final score was 64-0. to zero. The team realized the game shouldn't officially count. And um, the coach, we did get a, a filler coach from, uh, I believe he had played at Princeton or something like that. Yeah, he was a Princeton player, GA Church. No, No reason to remember his name because uh we did not ask him to return but to be fair wow at this time like the idea of being like a professional just football coach and not you know going to find actual paying work Mm -hmm. um yeah that that was a weird concept to like ask someone to it was like hey if you're here if you happen to be here maybe you can also be a coach it wasn't like you should shape your life around being a coach at this time
1: how interesting I mean, that makes sense. Have the Because if game. you can only even pay a team for, like, the gas in which they consume,
0: how can you expect to keep anybody around? Precisely. It's just a club sport at this time. Yep. So if we want to say what our official record here, uh, I guess, <laughs> is. So against Al- Albany, this was months before the other games. Right. Um, okay. We did beat them, as we said, 44 to 2. That what I said? Yes. 44, to 44 2 to 2. 2 yeah. So we must have gotten they must have gotten a safety at some point. Um, we beat them in <laughs> in the one and only Cal uh Anderson. Oh Cal Anderson. What did they say? Cal Young. <laughs> oh boy, I am losing it. I madness. Then we got our butts kicked 16-0 against OAC. Yep. Then we had a 0-0 tie. I guess Pacific, that absolutely no one was interested in. They'd much rather be having turkey at home. That sounds so good. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. It's a really fucked up, like, hit, like you know, history and, like, connotation to it. But I wouldn't say that too loud around here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, but getting together and eating that style of food, I love that shit so much. Uh, we canceled the game against Monmouth because we didn't couldn't pay for it. And then we played an unofficial game against Drain in which basically we felt bad because we beat them 64 to 0. So the score would be one win, one loss, one 0-0 tie, one cancellation, and one off the books. Awesome. That's 1894 for you.
1: It's like some kind of cruel joke to send us all the way back here, and then nothing's changed. It's still exactly the same. Still, yeah. Short, not that uh, amazing season. Something just hit me that's
0: really starting to freak me out. Now. What's that, daddy So, There's you know people usually, us? You know, Well, <laughs> you know, usually there's a vortex that opens up, and we get taken out, right? Right. I don't think it's happening this time. I think we have to live in this time so you think
1: this is it for us now
0: i think we gotta just yeah i think we're just stuck in 1894 and we gotta i mean i guess in a year we'll be we'll record 1895 and maybe that'll be enough
1: well you know if we're gonna be here let's go ahead and plant some seeds uh we gotta figure out how to invent apple that's it (laughs) and microsoft that's I'll it. I'll be Apple, or you can be Apple if you want to, and I'll
0: be the other. Until then, why don't you play us some folksy? Because I see that you got a violin. I got a guitar here. Why don't you play I some mean, yeah.
1: folksy music
0: to play us out?
1: All huh? right. Well, let's. Well, let's get used to this lifestyle, Daddy O. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. See you in a year, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. our favorite time-traveling duo has found themselves once again in a bit of a pickle. Finding themselves stuck in 1894, they then there had to find themselves a new way of life, living amongst the people in their time. We now flash forward to the year 1895.
0: Ooh boy, just another day of whittling on the front porch. Oh my God. How are we?
1: How are you handling this? I'm going mad in this time period.
0: I I have to say I feel like I'm I'm handling it pretty well. This time really fits me. I have to say. You on the other hand, yeah, you seem like you're suffering still from a little bit of, if I dare say so, time madness.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's weird. Nothing happened that time.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
1: I guess we truly are stuck here. Wow. Yeah, we're stuck in
0: 1895.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, um, this so last year has been brutal.
0: Yeah. It's been kind of hellish, honestly. Um, I think number one for me is just boring as hell.
1: Yeah, I think you know you're right. Uh, it's insanely boring.
0: Mm-hmm. You have gotten really good at the whittling. The whittling is—I that's mainly how we're making our money right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, bit by bit, literally. You've been trying to tame horses, but it's you are that... definitely worse at that than yeah a normal person. Hey. Time.
1: and also I just want to point out that you said mm-hmm. I would be a god of men on the football team at this time period
0: yeah that's and not. yet
1: somehow I did not
0: make the cut no absolutely not apparently uh, there's just an inner like fierceness ferocity that these 1895 folk have that you absolutely I, are missing <laughs> I just do not have it <laughs> I think it's just the the knocks of a hard life. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, how long have we been trying to get those stupid beans to grow and nothing is happening?
0: Jeez. I mean, I got my ass kicked by a four foot ten man named Muggsy. Yeah. Dude, that guy was not happy with you. That is for sure. Yeah. I will say the one thing that you've really been bringing to the table in 1895. Yeah. Your moonshine. Oh. Chef's kiss.
1: Oh, yeah. This blackberry moonshine. Now that if we could figure out how to sell this stuff oh well it'd be we might.
0: in the, oh you mean now yeah yeah, yeah. nowadays yeah this would be help. this would be the shit. <laughs> the thing is anything you know like you get a thimble over the recommended amount you're you're going blind let's be real yeah let's be real about it okay
1: but any oh. rate any rate um we there only I have mean, we only have a little bit of battery life here so let's make oh, sure yeah. we get this we're, show recorded. We're recording
0: this on the phone that's yeah. if you're asking question why why we're able to record. First of all, don't ask those kind of questions. Just it's, a waste of time. Yes. Um, just listen to the pod. Uh, thanks for being a Patreon member. Uh, we're not going to be able to get that money until Patreon's invented, unfortunately. But, unfortunately. We're um, calling this our backlog. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. We we have been entertained by one and only one thing since we've been in this terrible time. That is Webfoot football. Webfoot football. The lemon yellows. Yay. There's actually been a bit of controversy hasn't there people yeah people are not not down with it some people are saying it's too violent even 1895 even though I mean arguably it's much more violent than the football we knew yeah
1: you know I was uh actually down uh by the lumberyard yard Mm -hmm. and uh there were some people over there having a pretty heated argument uh for both sides of it and so it's interesting to see that even now at the beginning there's just haters yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that being said,
1: it's yeah, no, it's br- it's violent. So I don't disagree that. I mean, it's a very violent sport. Maybe they should change some rules. There, it
0: would be nice. So a forward pass even every once in a something, while. You know? Something
1: to good. loosen up this just barrage of bodies slamming into each other. Yeah, it's pretty brutal.
0: brutal. But it's also fun as hell. We yes. got Percy Benson in his first and only season as the Ducks coach in 1895. As you all know, we're playing on the Mud Pit, a.k.a. Kincaid Field. Kincaid! Basically Mud Ducks time at this point. And this season, is this not, I mean, this is the second season ever, but is this not our best season ever? I thought it was great. I enjoy, I
1: mean, one, it's fast, right? You're in and out, you're right back to trying to figure out how to survive.
0: Mm -hmm. In and
1: out. Mm -hmm. Love it. But also, like... And we'll talk about it later. The end of the season was pretty interesting uh stuff going on, but close one.
0: Undefeated. Undefeated, baby. This I mean, I this is our only season where we don't lose a single game. I know. I I, I wish we could have come up
1: with four and oh when we started this whole crazy match. Yeah, uh, that would have been good. That'd yeah. been good.
0: And um, you know, there's a lot of these bullshit uh future <laughs> wow. things you got. These these books. And these Academias. right? And these Wikipedia's that you got that that tell you, oh, maybe I don't know, uh, OAC won uh, forty-four to zero, right? I mean, I mean, Ducks won forty-four to zero, and wrong, wrong. we were there. Saw we watched it. the damn game. That's right. The U of O's won forty-six to six over those goddamn hay seeds. Fact. First game of the week, we went against the Hay Seeds, aka the agrics, uh the Farmers, OACs uh yellow bellies what i call them that's right um you may know them future people as the oregon state beavers we beat them ferociously beat them 46 to 6 people were calling it I mean first of all we uh nearly doubled the price here 50 cents for yes. admission and I'm telling you dude mm-hmm.
1: I came when we got stuck here I only had a credit card yeah that was so nice. we are starting from the bottom and 50 cents is tough to come by jeez yeah,
0: yeah. and I had ten thousand dollars but that was all you know pub, uh, that was all uh printed past like 1990 right they don't they, even know what it looks like money yeah they don't even know the president's on there right that's not true but um <laughs> no they don't because they are
1: uneducated uh, yeah that is something for sure we've learned <laughs> yeah they're, they're really dumb and smelly uh, uh, and whoa dude really too far to, don't tell people smelly that. that's that's messed
0: up uh 44 to zero we beat them <laughs> love it we, they called it a friendly practice that, that's basically all this baby was yeah great At, opening game Mm-hmm. that was a good we were we were rowdy too that was when you were really testing out the beginning of that hooch you've been making yeah it was even less safe i am pretty sure one person definitely died from it uh right. but it was a good time yeah maybe
1: we could play this by ear for next season but maybe i should start looking at oh seeing what i can do to get like a little concession stand running maybe that's what i do
0: hey hey you know we are desperate for food we
1: are star hey, maybe that'll save us on ticket prices too sounds good to me yeah if they let us work the concessions well i mean there's not even concessions so yeah, no competition zero competition
0: uh, against Willamette, it was a bit closer. That was actually uh, at Salem. Right. Um. Yeah. Crazy train point. ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a nutso train ride. Almost didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, As in jumping on the train. We almost, you know. Yeah. Bit, died in 1895. Yeah. I will say I'm a little bit more out of shape than I expected to be yeah yeah people are in weird shape here you know yeah. there's no gym bodies but the same. they time, are I mean, all hard bodies yeah they're hard bodies they're like like lean hungry hard life bodies yeah is what i would say yeah uh, we beat Willamette eight to four boom that was fun we get back a couple of weeks later we play the third game so this is really this game really decided some shit between yeah some oregon rivals here um, this is, of course, uh, when when the team got together. Uh, you know, these teams like Portland, Willamette, um, Oregon, and Oregon Agricultural College. We all threw some money in a pot. We got a pennant, and uh, winner of it gets this pennant. This game decided who was going to go to the championship game. That's right. We beat Portland six to four, and it was a party. Uh, we didn't go to this one, but no. when they came home, yeah. We were there waiting for him. Hooch in hand. Hooch in hand. That's right. Hooch in hand, ass on ground. Yeah. <laughs> I even. Uh, it's kind of hard to remember a lot of what happened, so I've got a newspaper here, the, the Eugene Register Guard from November 15, 19, uh, 1895. Right. The team at home they were given a, given a grand ovation by the citizen, citizens and students. Long before the train was due yesterday afternoon, which was to carry home the victorious U of O football team, citizens and college students began to assemble at the depot in large numbers. And before the train arrived, it seemed as almost as if the entire population of the city might be there. Lemon yellow was conspicuously displayed everywhere beneath the uh, beneath the beaming right. counten- countenances of the joyous populace. Wow. The yellow chrysanthemum was a popular flower yesterday and did service on the lapels of hundreds of coats as an emblem of its wearer's loyalty to the boys who had won glory for themselves and their town and college.
1: And that's something I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. I saw these people with those the yellow thingies on their mm-hmm. coats. They were charging a quarter a pop-up
0: for those things that's like and that is like half of our annual wages combined
1: yeah i mean i made a nickel over the last six months and you stole that and i stole it yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and you tried that thing where you tried painting yourself in complete yellow thinking that was yeah. going to dart something it didn't people did not like that
1: did not like that at all uh they yeah. are definitely not getting used to me any uh, or I thought it was going to happen faster but
0: it's just not, They don't like you. Not at all. Can I be real? Yeah. I don't think they like you at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just different species, man.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're a little too yeah.
1: uh But I also too loving, you know. But look, okay, we can't afford the cool yellow things that a cup that some people got to have. Mm-hmm. But also you know this article does make it sound like we were like having some kind of like really great like May Day type festival. Mm-hmm. I mean, you no, we were wasted on hooch, stepping in horse shit, and <laughs> everybody was just. I mean, it was it yeah. was a lot not nice. It did not. It was not as nice as this paints the picture. It was an
0: old timey like scene of like when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah in the way way yeah the things place. get destroyed it's and they beat the yeah it was yeah it, it was gnarly uh which brings us to the one and only I mean the pennant game this was the big one this friend. was awesome oh yeah, my it was god on what a great time it was hotly contested yeah uh gotta love a Thanksgiving pennant. game what's that you gotta love a Thanksgiving game gotta love a Thanksgiving game I hate the food that they serve here at Thanksgiving it's yep. all pretty gross like everything they eat but yeah yeah it was it was a good time uh i got the newspaper here as well nice uh, the Thanksgiving football game, about which so much has been said, has been played and won by the U of O team with a score of 6-0. to zero. This uh. will give us the pennant for the championship of 1895. Right. Unless those who have the matter in hand decide that the U of O shall play Forest Grove. But at any rate, even though the matter may be so decided, it can be conceded that the pennant is ours. Hell yeah.
1: It was just gotta nitpick this one as well i'm sorry you know i think maybe this is why the people here hate me is that i'm not a big fan of their writing yeah uh true. but it that game should have been like 12 to, if i'm remembering the rules correctly mm-hmm. it should have been 12 to 0 well
0: yeah well and then what happens adam can we get into it Some, let's yes let's see. get into it so um, I, I got the newspaper here. They broke it down a little bit more. Towards the latter part of the last half, the U of O's had the ball within right. two yards of Willamette's goal line when they lost it on a down. A technicality arose, and the decision was given in favor of Willamette. And that caused the home team to lose a touchdown, which they had uh, fairly won. To, oh, Sorry, to lose a touchdown, which right. they had fairly won. Yes. Willamette were now becoming... Oh, sorry, I got a. Flip the page, page here. Oh, watch out for that horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks for the, the opponents grew desperate and the U of O's were considerably disgusted with the decision. Yes. Which lost, yep. Which lost to them a touchdown and continued the game with low spirit. Willamette strained every nerve and gradually forced the ball back by a series of excellent plays to the center of the field, but could not score. And when the time was called, the final score stood. Six to zero in favor of the home team. Wow! Woo. I mean, they wrote that one right. That part's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, and a- after yeah, the that, game, been referee Jarrell uh, of Corvallis, we should say of Corvallis, yes, went to our star player Templeton, as we all know, and uh, who who had the ball on that big first down play at the end of the game, right. And you lost it because of the play he uh the ref expressed his regret but it was too late to rectify the matter uh templeton had the ball had called out a down and started to rise to his feet when he would man just jumped on the ball wasn't even a foul right and uh yeah that that referee barely got out there alive probably didn't honestly well i mean he's not going to make it to next season if i have my way i'll tell you that much and and i will say this this is this is fun stuff aaron did uh start a chant yeah it really picked okay. up. I we got it right here. Maybe, you know, maybe if you go back to newspapers at times, so you can read this because it really caught on. Yeah. They wrote about me? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, well, about you about your chant. You well, said,
1: I mean, one and the same, right? I was excited that it caught on. Uh, I didn't think it was going to catch on, but it's cool that it got a little bit of praise. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: You were honestly so, like, hooch blind that I, th- I was surprised <laughs> that you were able to make it rhyme. Yeah. But you <laughs> well, said, I mean, I'm hooch blind, so everything <laughs> rhymes you said we made six they made none we can do it again buy gum ra 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 oregon yeah that was you that was a little weird i
1: wanted to play with the time a little bit at the end mm-hmm. see how you that kept
0: coming. telling me to drop a beat and i yeah. was like i do not think these people will get it yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to scare them too much yeah, and in Willam- and to be fair, the the Willamette College kids they were partying with us all night too. They had their own chant. Good kids, good kids. Definitely, I mean, honestly, it was the exact same chant. Kind of weird, but um, yeah, they left home. They had a good time. What can I say? Every every professor was there. Yeah, uh, it was not like a waiting game. We started this bad boy right at the beginning. The mud was deep and sticky. Uh, the UO boys did great. Very little money was made was wagered on the game. Really? Yes, that is. Why didn't we get into that? I don't know. Well, I think when they say very little, they mean outside of our huge bets that we were really going for. Uh, The streetcars did a good business. So, of course, there's streetcars in the city, as we all know.
1: Right, but I mean, there's still horse shit everywhere. Yeah, it's disgusting. Actually, Uh,
0: we did well what can I say
1: I'm proud of it yeah and I gotta say too you know it's interesting I never uh had I never went to college and so hanging out with all those kids and partying like that was like I think I I think I figured out why college is cool it's like you're getting a really
0: really shitty outdated college education right now I'm hoping so you know kind of yeah we gotta get you on this team or you know
1: what we could do is we could take all of this knowledge that we are gaining and we could just, like, open up, like, a really hipster, elitist, like, denim shop where we, like, cut all of our own denim and put our own, like.
0: Dude, I think I think that tyrant Levi Strauss <laughs> would have a <laughs> word with us. <laughs> so, as we were set, 1895, great season, 4-0. Percy Benson, uh, our coach, first and only season. Yep. We had some really good talent returning, and that really shined in these games. Talking about, like, John Edmondson. Uh, Ted Shattuck, all, all the big names, had Templeton out there, uh, Harry, uh, you know uh, Frank Templeton and Harry Templeton, the Templeton brothers. Yeah, the temp bros. Um What can I say? It's a great season. One of Absolutely. the all-time greats. Yeah. I hate 1895. I wish we weren't here. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But we're here. <laughs> so Yeah. Let's well, uh, get into it. me a new stick to Whittle. I'm, I'm done with this
1: one. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, could you make me a couple more corks? I've uh, run out on
0: my bottles. You've already finished? Aaron. You can't be chugging these bottles down like no, this. No, no, I've
1: no, I'm not drinking them anymore. I promise. I need corks. Then, why because are your, I need to why, sell
0: these things. Then, why are your eyes like just completely white? Completely white over. You clearly hey, can't. You're don't. You're the opposite way
1: when you're talking. Don't to even. People. Don't even try to get in my head, man. Oh no. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, we'll see everyone next year I think for gonna, our podcast. Oh,
1: uh, uh, I think I'm gonna. Uh, Thank you. Another year past our friends find themselves still trying to blend in with the locals of the past Eugene, Oregon. Following a few misfortunes and a few fortunes, the boys now try to recount that which was the 1896 Oregon Ducks football season.
0: Well, Aaron, uh, we're getting back together here uh to record our annual season recap you sound like you've aged like 100 years well i feel like i have man 18 1896 yeah that's the year yeah. the year of our lord oh god it, it'll age you
1: up yeah you know i've kind of rolled into it i think uh getting to know the town's people has been nice that's, that's right
0: uh we, we really know a lot of the people here Not a you know it's not a very big town yeah, really? we've had
1: to. It, what's the word? inclimate ourselves? Acclimate ourselves?
0: I forget. I forget those big time city slicker words. Now I feel like I'm just getting stupider by the day here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and smellier. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I smell like crap too. So.
1: Yeah. Well, this blueberry moonshine has been going a long way, buddy. Oh
0: yeah. How's your vision? Seems like it's uh, that moonshine's kind of affecting it
1: yeah you know, I'm kind of leaning into it though, like uh you know, like, oh, here's an example. would you like to hear I can read an ad from our new sponsor if you want.
0: that's right um so we've we've really gotten to know a lot of the town people here, so um we've got some uh you know eighteen ninety six sponsors here. We just call them sponsors, but yeah
1: go ahead and yeah oh okay, so we should should we hit a little uh yeah, it's an ad break all right, so we actually got um this is also just a test to see how well I can read I think drinking problem. <laughs> uh but we just wanted to give a shout out to ice, uh maybe not the one that people are familiar with in the future, but literally the the cube of water frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh ice, why let your milk sour, your meat spoil, your butter run when a little ice will save all. Also the water is bad, so order a case of beer sent to your house. Ice. What's cooler than cool?
0: Ice cold. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they won't shut up about their ice. I mean, it is a pretty big deal. Like, yeah, it's like the biggest thing since sliced bread, really. It really is.
1: You know, it's mm -hmm. interesting to see that, you know, growing up in our time as a child, uh, you'd always see milk commercials, but it wasn't ever for a brand. It was just for milk. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to see that uh, they used to do the same thing for ice. Well, they do do the same thing right well I mean we're living in it yeah yeah I the time
0: madness has really messed with my brain let's get into it though right let's uh we don't have many games to really recap here yeah fun enough season though I it's been a little bit since we went to them so yeah and a lot has
1: happened in between
0: yeah so this is this three games we went to all three of these games we were live in attendance here first game not much to talk about two zero victory over OAC a.k.a. the Hayseeds, the Agrics, the Farmers. Uh, you may know them as Oregon State if you're listening to this in the future. Uh, we beat them 2-0, to zero, so, yeah, we got a safety. Overall, pretty boring game, quite frankly. That was at Kincaid Field, which is the uh, mud pit that we call Kincaid Field. So that was in Eugene, Oregon. But then we had a much more interesting game. So we went over, played them again one week later over to Corvallis. Aaron and I walked there, took about a day's yeah. journey. Uh, very perilous, but we did get there. <laughs> Made it. We did make it. It, it was awfully scary. Um, pretty brutal there once we got there, actually, too. So the referee in the game was attacked by OAC supporters. That's pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, the action on the field wasn't all football either. Uh, Oregon coach J.F. Frick protested that an OAC player was simply registered at the OAC because of his ability as a bruiser and added I mean. that... Yeah, so he he really was a uh, like a goon that came on. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, whose side do you fall on? I know where I land on that
1: debate. Oh, ducks, Having to him for
0: lemon a yellows. Um, yeah, they added that uh, the prize fighters and other dirty players on the yeah. OAC team were decidedly angry with the officials because they would not permit a steal of the game nor an exhibition of dirty football. So uh, yeah we we were definitely back in the rafts. We got in there. We threw some some, you know, bows, some fi- some punches. J.F. Frick, this is his first season as our head coach. Uh you got that newspaper there. I believe there's a little bit more in the uh, Eugene Register Guard about the uh well honestly the the brutality of this game.
1: Brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you want me to read here? I Let's mean start I uh, to-
0: this part what? right here I pointed out here. Uh, the OAC team
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, The OAC team in the main were gentlemanly fellows and played fair ball. But there were some whose ideas of football appeared to have been gained from the prize ring and other equally contemptible places. There were a large number of spectators who were even worse, whose training in even common decency has been sadly neglected. They neglected to opportunity what you know i gotta tell you sometimes the people back now Mm -hmm. are just use the worst language ever they're morons let's be real oh here we go they neglected no opportunity to insult and revile the eugene contingent and conducted themselves in a way which was a disgrace to any community Shots
0: fired. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yarrington's 9th Street Drugstore. Got a frog in your throat? Ten cents. Worm chocolates? Ten cents. Glycerine suppositories? Ten cents. Pile suppositories? Ten cents. Cold in the head? Ten cents. Charcoal tablets? Ten cents. Jeez. Tube toothpaste? Ten cents. Seems a little expensive, quite frankly. Witch Hazel Jelly, 10 cents. So get there for all your 10 sensible remedies, as they say. Your 10 cent, 10 sensible remedies. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, pretty dirty game, that last one. We were really brawling on the field. In the end, though, we did win that bad boy 12 to 8. And then we had a Thanksgiving game. And this game was, I mean, we were, it was a long shot for us to really compete. Um, and this is this is going to start... If I remember my history correctly, which will be the future for us. This is going to start a long, long battle between one of the most hated rivals in Oregon Ducks football history. That is right. Of course, I am talking about the Multnomah oh Athletic my. Association Club of Portland. I cannot wait. Why don't you tell us a little bit about these, uh, I'll just say these. Cretans? Cretans, that's a good way. Yeah, heathens. These yeah, these heathens. Disgusting critters. Tell, tell us about these people. Uh, well, one, people are no
1: object. To, people are, they've got me so wild. Though.
0: Calm down. Oh, yeah. Peter Swig
1: are objects in their eyes. hmm All they care about is money and winning. And they will spend every dollar on making sure that nobody else gets to have fun. Mm-hmm because they're just also very rude people you know it just really makes me want to put a cigar out on one of them yeah and you know it. Adam yeah if you want a good fine cigar I'd suggest deacons absolutely Go to deacons for the leading brands of cigars and tobacco also confectionery nuts and soda water fruits in season Best selected line of smoke articles in town.
0: Mm-hmm. I smoke one. One every day,
1: at least. Thank you. Yeah. Um you
0: It almost kills me every time. So, yeah, this what was on the I want to put cigars out on their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a snooty. You put it well, but this is a snooty athletic club uh, created by a bunch of footballers. <laughs> yeah, snooty. They're, they're terrible. We were huge underdogs, and, and, I mean, we lost 12 to 6. I'll just get right down to it um it was we were on dogs no one was expecting us to win uh we earned a hell of a lot of money though 309 dollars of profit for playing mac uh compared to losing 35 dollars and then 48 dollars in the two games against oac so it it was a pretty big one uh this is the first uh meeting ever uh, game was also scheduled against Willamette, but we ended up actually uh, canceling that one. Actually, yep. they telegraphed in. They said, from indications, it does not look like we could make expenses. So, in a way, I would count that as a win, you know, if they can't afford to even come play us. Oh, absolutely, yeah. sir. And so, uh, yeah, Multnomah. I don't want to sound like a Multnomah Athletic
1: Club uh, piece of shit, but there is an entry level <laughs> <laughs> required here. Yeah. If you can't make that, then... Like you're a Willamette, you're
0: not that far gone, away. sir. Come on, uh, and so I, I got to, to wrap it all up here. I got a little recap here from the Eugene Register Guard, November 27th, 1896. The Oregonian's account of the Thanksgiving game, in part, is as follows Multnomah won a great game yesterday from Eugene at Multnomah Field in the presence of 2,500 people. It was a clean, hard-played game on both sides. A lot more you could say than goddamn OAC. And I was as fine an exhibition of football as has been seen in Portland in many a days. Spilling hmm. error, I think. The Eugene team was the first on the field. A hearty lot of young men, they looked, in neutral-colored uniforms that had evidently seen service. They indulged in some preliminary punting, then gathered at the lower end of the field to listen to some instructions from Coach Frick. And then we lost.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that's how it goes sometimes.
0: Not the most entertaining season, but it it really fits 1896, actually.
1: I mean, I got to tell you, I was going to say kind of the opposite, that I thought it really was an entertaining season, but also agree with your second part, because it's 1896. Mm -hmm. When there is nothing to do, anything to do is a great time good point good point
0: and yeah, so i will
1: even though it wasn't a great season jesus christ it was at least good to go do something for once yeah we beat, and
0: we beat oac twice yeah and so i do have uh the i guess i can recap our one score here eugene's touchdown was made when they had the ball on mcnomah's 10-yard line and had been warned that they only had a minute left to play To make a touchdown in that time against the team in front of them seemed almost an impossibility. But the university had a fake play, learned from Frick to rely upon, and it was worked successfully. Bishop, the left half, who received the ball, went through on his own side without interference, and before (laughs) Multnomah realized, Eugene had scored. Just in the nick of time, though for there were only 10 seconds left of the half, the score was then a tie. But so far, the club team appeared to be putting up the better game, and it looked like a win for the Scarlet. And it was. But we it was tied at half, so there's something. There,
1: I mean, yeah, that was a good time. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's 1896. What can I say? What can I say?
1: You know, I just want to tell everybody out there that no matter when you're hearing this, dry feet. Keep your feet dry by wearing a pair of cork-soled shoes or good rubbers. Boston Rubber Shoe Company's rubbers and boots are the very best. Alright, well, uh, I guess we'll see you in a year if we're still alive. Yeah, you know, the cholera might get us. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs)